Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Baruch Hazanov Shliach to Western Monmouth County, New Jersey, on the topic of balancing your shlichos. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help shluchim have more hatzlacha on their shluchos. Thank you. It's a great opportunity for, for the shluchim to uh, help other shluchim. Okay, let's get right to it. You have been on shluchos for 27 years. You have brought out five other shluchim, built a beautiful Chabad house, a yeshiva, a thriving Hebrew school, summer camp, friendship circle, and many packed events throughout the year. Yet, you have even more hatzlacha in not forgetting about the individual. Can you share with us what that means and why you feel that this is so important? Because you can't win a war without one-on-one. You could, you could be, you could be bombers in the streets and the spots in the day to tomorrow, but you're not going to conquer the city unless it's one-on-one. Listen, the ultimate goal is to affect each individual family in a real way, which, simply speaking, means the tendencies, etc. So every pu'ula has to be planned with this in mind. How am I going to affect an individual family in a real way? The example I usually use is that during the uh, Iraq War, the first Iraq War, for one month, President Bush uh, was bombing the Iraqis from the air but he could never win the war if he didn't put troops on the ground to have one-on-one combat. So all our big polis have to lead to a one-on-one combat where we affect people on a one-on-one basis. In your opinion, do you think that we as Shulchan sometimes feel the need to do so many large-scale events that it can take away from building a personal cashier with people? Uh, I definitely think so. Um, I myself am guilty of that. We were obsessed with doing more and more polis more and more activities, there came, there came a point that I had to refocus and remember that the hashpah is essential and the main goal, and instead of focusing and doing more and more and more big pu'ulas, we asked ourselves, how can we take the pu'ulas that we're doing and make sure they lead to a hashpah that they lead to a situation that we can meet people one-on-one, and affect their families and become personal friends of theirs, that they trust us. Do you feel that building a personal kesha with, with people in your community is a tool that a shliach can use to have atzlacha, even when there are many competing organizations in town? I definitely feel so. I actually feel that in this arena, we have no competition at all. Literally, no competition at all. The average reform member or conservative member never saw the dining room of their rabbi's personal home. It doesn't happen very infrequently. This is an arena that there's no competition. The personal passion that we have on a Shabbos, the personal beauty of a Shabbos, the personal, the, 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 personal, the, 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 family, the, the, the family dynamics uh, is, is an area that we have no competition, literally no competition. There's no one that can give this flavor uh, like we do and there's no one that does it, by and large. Simply inviting, uh, practically speaking, our shul, our shul, meaning our minion, our daily Shabbos minion, is made up of the conservative synagogues here in town or the conservative docks, some reform. They didn't come running to us because we have a machitza. They came little by little to daven by us and... and and become regulars only because of this personal Kesha. When they see a genuine Kesha, there's nothing that, there's nothing that can beat it. And just on another note, when 
whenever I hear of a shiva, some in the community, even if I don't, uh, even though I don't know them personally, but I know someone that knows them, and that person says to me, "Oh, Rabbi, that's for my friend. Just my friend lost a loved one. Would you come by?" Naturally, I'm saying to myself, "Why do I want to go there? I don't know these people. I mean, they know my friend. We have mutual friends. Why should I go there?" But then I say to myself, "This is an opportunity to literally have an effect on a family. We've gone to families that we didn't know at all, but we had mutual friends." And the fact that we, what they call Peter Shivakal, and said comforting words, that was the beginning of a relationship that led to literally presidents of the conservative synagogues, board members, down the road. When they finish their terms and they're sick and tired of all the politics that goes on on their boards and they're looking for some MS and something of substance, they gravitate towards Chabad. And this is an area that we, we have no competition, literally. There's no competition in this. Shluchim like to hear c- concrete ideas of what works by other shluchim. Can you give three more quick examples of how you build a personal kesha with someone? Another thing that we started doing, and this is just recently, this is a, a, a whole different way of looking at, 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 at Hashpah Pneumis, and that is we started doing programs in people's homes. We're so, we're so focused on getting people to our Chabad house and we do pro- more and more programs in Chabad house, we, we refocused. There are, some prog- there are some people that are just not coming to your Chabadas. That's number one. Number two, there are people that you don't know. When we run the program in Abalabas' home, and I'll explain the different programs we have, we are reaching people that we would never reach, either because they're not coming to Chabad or we don't know them. They're not on our mailing list. They're not on our database. They are personal friends of our friends, but we don't have their information. So, for instance, my wife just did a social, a, t- a total social event. This, this, this um, friend of ours has a beautiful backyard, a beautiful pool. And my wife said to her, how about we just invite, um, can I invite some friends and we'll have like a pool party for women? She said, that's a great idea. I'll invite my friends too. So she invited her friends, and we invited some of our friends who we thought would fit with that crowd. Uh, before they went into the pool, whatever, there was a vitator, she made sure to prepare kosher food, um, and they just had a social party. The feedback we got from that was, 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 was immense. It, it's, when, when something is in their home, they want it to be successful. It's going to be beautiful. Forget about the cost that they don't even ask you for the money for the food. So no rabbi, was, no rabbit, and this is the best thing you could have done. It's, it's, there's almost no cost besides uh, sending out I don't even think they sent out flyers. I think it was just, you know, targeted emails. Um, and the same thing is with some children's programs. We started doing it in addition to Chabad. So we, if we have a jewelry making, we'll have it in Chabad. And then we'll have certain balvat and do it in their homes. And they invite their friends or their friends' kids. It's a whole different, uh, we did it with challah baking. So instead of just doing all our programs in Chabad houses, we started doing some programs in the Balabatim's homes, and the, the, first of all, the kesher they have with you is much more, it's, it's not like asking a Balabas, can you invite your friends to come to Chabad? No, it's, it's a totally different mentality. It's coming to their own house. And then when it's successful, it's their program. It's a whole different level of, of, of attachment between the, the, the family of the Shliach and the family of, of your layperson or the Balabas that you have. By the way, in a nutshell, Shiurim can also be there. When we first started, and we're looking to do this again, actually now we, we do do it again. We do the same thing with Shiurim Taira. And here's what we do, and this is what makes it so personal. 
we go to people who we know, they're having a yard site. We explain to them the importance of, of observing the yard site, not just with Kaddish, but having some gathering in the memory of their mother and father, like a, like a talk or Mishnayas, whatever it might be. And then we ask them in their home to, to, to sponsor a class um, in memory of their, and their loved one. And again, they invite their friends. It, it depends on which type of person. So, and, so what happens is, so let's say um, we have this person that does it in memory of his grandfather who died during the Holocaust, uh, and he just found out by a long story which day he died. It's a long story how he found out which day he died. Um, so he sponsors annually, so the second year, a, um, a, pro, uh, a what's it called, an event in memory of, his grand, uh, memory of his grandfather. The first time the event was in Chabad. The second time, we said, let's do it in your house. We do it in their house. They, they, we tell them what to buy. They buy the food. <laughs> they buy the, the, the cake and the, and then the fruit and so on. And they invite their friends. And they're inviting their friends to hear a talk by Rabbi Chazanov. So I come and I gave a talk about Hashgacha um, Pratis, you know, is, is, do we see miracles in our time? And because it happened to fit in with the whole way he found out when his grandfather died. But the point being, running, whether it's uh, social programs or challah baking or even shiurim in people's homes, it, it, it solidifies your texture and it puts you in touch with people that you would never be in touch with. You recently had a dinner raising money for a unique Aishel house that the Ezra Hashem you will be building. I personally haven't heard of something like this being done before. And I think it's such an exciting idea. Can you talk about this for a moment? Because it fits right into what you are saying in your approach. Yes, basically in a nutshell, a little bit of a background. There was a person in this community that actually I didn't know, but someone from Brooklyn called me and said that they're going through a hard time. His wife um, contracted a very, very severe form of Yanamafa. And uh, he suggested that if I meet with this individual, I could bring some comfort and strength to him. And I followed up. I called this individual up who I never knew. I made up to meet with him. We put on chilling. And I started a little bit of a Kesha with him. Unfortunately, a few months later, his wife uh, died. Uh, it was one of the biggest funerals here in, in town. There were 700 people at this funeral. And she was 48 years old. It was a terrible tragedy. And what I did afterwards, obviously I was there for the shiva, even though they were members in uh, another synagogue, I was there for the shiva uh, to help them. The first Friday night, I made sure to bring challah. And um, I was a, a support, trying to be a support for them. And from then on, I started to bring challah to them every Friday. And after a few weeks of uh, having interaction with them, I actually invited them to come Friday night for dinner. He agreed, and he has two daughters, and they, they came, and the daughters hit it off right away with my, with my girls, who were some, basically their age, and from that developed basically a Kesha. They would come every few weeks, Friday night, and um, this was going on for a few years. We got the daughters involved in Friendship Circle, so that they were doing Chesed, and it gave the girls, you know, gave the girls Chizuk. They invited their friends, and uh, a catcher a evolved over the last three, four years, and we became seriously good friends. Literally, started coming here. Obviously, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, started becoming a regular here to shul. Um, a few years later, he was moving out of town, 
moving to Manhattan. So I approached him before he moved, and I said to him, I, I said to him, I have an idea. And the idea basically is, how about sponsoring or giving us a gift to be able to put up a home that we should be able to give people the experience that you and your family had, uh, the Shabbos experience, to give it to them by allowing them to sleep over. We could do this for families. We could do this uh, for teenagers. In a nutshell, it's very hard to get people to sleep over by your house for Shabbos. Even if they want to keep Shabbos or they want to try it, they don't feel, they don't feel comfortable moving into your house. It's just not, uh, you know, one, there's one thing about into your dining room, but they're lighting into, into, your, into your living quarters. They, they feel it's very hard, very, very hard. So the idea was that we would, we have a property next door, that we'd put up uh, a house and we'd name it in the uh, name of his, of his wife. And uh, we call it, his wife's name is Audrey. We'll call it Audrey's Place. And we would build, you know, bedrooms that we should be able to invite people for Shabbos, whether it's teenagers or families, and they can experience then a complete Shabbos. And there's nothing more powerful, literally nothing more powerful than that. And he thought it was a great idea because he saw how this literally helped the family. He saw the Friday nights, you know, after, by the way, after a year or two of Friday nights, he said to me, I think I'm going to try a whole Shabbos. And he came and slept. Him and his, and his daughters now come um, this past Shabbos Taka, even though they don't live here anymore, they come here from time to time, and his daughters actually slept over the, 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 whole, the, the whole Shabbos. And he thought it was a great idea, and he uh, pledged a certain you know, significant amount of money for us to get this off the ground. And, that's, um, and that was a, 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 a sort of an anchor in our dinner um, that we're raising money for this uh, Audrey's place. Well, so basically, what do you see from the story? I visited Shiva House. I called someone that I didn't know, but he was going through a hard time. Someone from Flap was called me that he has a friend who's not from, who's going through a hard time. He called Chabad. I followed up. I then was there for him by Shiva. I followed up with delivering Chalas. I followed up with bringing him to, to our home, which literally saved the emotional life. He says it himself, actually, at the dinner, if you, it's on our website. If you just listen to, if you just listen to his speech or you see the movie, the, the video that we put on, you'll cry. There wasn't a dry eye, there wasn't a dry eye in the room when he finished talking. When he explained to, to, to people what, what emotional support, life support Chabad gave to him and his daughters. It wasn't a dry eye in the air. How did it happen? It happened simple by personal involvement. All the Hanukkah parties in the world, I've never, I would never accomplish this, but it happened simply. You hear someone's in need, you call them, you, you show up at the shiva, you're there with Chalas, you invite them Friday night, you build up a personal kesher, and besides saving, literally saving this family, having an effect on this family's friends, because many people in the community knew this family, especially because of the tragedy, now in Mitzvah so many, many more families we benefit because we have an opportunity to have a one-on-one kesher with many more families when in Mitzvah we get this off the ground. Do you have any other last words that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic? Yes. Don't lose focus. Remember that everything has to lead. Every pu'ula, Every event has to lead to affecting an individual. It's, it's hard. We still struggle with it, but we're focusing on the individual. Thank you, Rabbi Chazanov, for sharing with Shluchim your knowledge and experiences in this area. We really appreciate your time.
Well, thank you for the great work you do, Dovi. I think it's really great helping other Shulchan, and I enjoyed myself listening to some of the other podcasts and the other Shulchan. Keep it up. Thank you. This is Dovi Shapiro. I would like to give special thanks to everyone for your feedback, encouragement, and ideas. These podcasts are for you, my fellow Shluchim, and your input is more important than anything. Make it a great week.